Hello and welcome to the RadioTimes.com Doctor Who podcast. My name's Hugh Fullerton and this week I'm joined once more by extra special guest panellist Rob Lean, RadioTimes.com's game editor. Hello Rob. Hello Hugh, how's it going? It's going well, thanks for joining us again. Um, and uh, yeah, this week Rob's joining us for a very special occasion. Last week we were celebrating the birthday of Peter Davison, um, aka the Fifth Doctor, uh, and this week we're celebrating the birthday of his son-in-law and that isn't just a random choice we don't just do we're not that granular anymore because his son-in-law is the 10th doctor david tennant who had a similar milestone birthday uh, he turned 50 uh, a few days ago well a few days before this podcast was recorded uh, so obviously for peter davison's 70th birthday we talked we me and morgan took a look back on um the fifth doctor's kind of legacy and where he kind of lies in the story things like that um this week though we're going to do something a bit different for David Tennant because we kind of did all that when the Tenth Doctor won our Best Doctor poll last year. We already talked a lot. We already took a look back at the uh, you know legacy and importance of the character. So I was kind of thinking, what can we do for this? How can we mark this special occasion? And I thought, what about the future rather than the past? Because that's very Doctor Who-y. Um, yeah, so we're going to look at David Tennant's future in Doctor Who, which might sound a bit strange, but um, I mean, Rob, there's there's one thing coming out which has David Tennant in, which we should talk about, because, um, you know, David Tennant's going to be in a new Doctor Who game, isn't he? He is indeed. Uh, it's called Doctor Who, The Edge of Reality, and it comes to us from Maze Theory, the same uh, British company who made the Edge of Time VR game last year and the uh, well produced the Lonely Assassins mobile game very recently. So yeah, they're kind of the uh, custodians of Doctor Who in the gaming world. That's that's kind of how it seems from from outside, anyway. And yeah, they've uh, they've got David Tennant in for one, which is very very exciting. So um, I played the Edge of Time uh, back in uh, twenty nineteen, whenever it was. Uh, they they brought me in, Mace Fairy brought me into their office, and I had a go. Um, I was being chased by weeping angels and stuff. It was very fun, um, although quite scary. Um, so is this a sequel to that game, or is it like kind of? Um, like a reskin or something like that. Yeah, I, I think it's a, a, a bit of both. I, I actually asked um, Ian Hamilton, who's uh, kind of producer on all these games, uh, when I was interviewing him recently about Lonely Assassins, uh, and he was saying that we find the relevant section. Oh uh, yeah, he was saying that Edge of Reality does have a lot of uh, the material from Edge of Time. Probably the first half of the new game is a lot of that stuff albeit with expanded levels and gameplay and stuff. Uh, and what they've done with Edge of Reality is uh, we've introduced other baddies like the Cybermen that you've seen, whole new levels and layers that make it much more and David Tennant. So it kind of sounds like it starts with uh, some bits that might be familiar if you played Edge of Time, but kind of goes off in some new directions and adds a lot of extra stuff. Obviously David Tennant being a particularly exciting bit yeah, that is quite crazy. I mean, on a, on a side note, it's not a VR game anymore, is it? It's a, just a game game. Yeah, so this uh, this one's going to be on all kind of consoles and all kind of PCs, basically. Because, uh, uh, yeah, apparently that was the main piece of feedback they got on Edge of Time, other than people saying that they liked it, was uh, people asking, can you can you bring it can you bring it out on consoles so it's so everyone can play it, so it's not kind of a behind the quite pricey. Uh, paywall that kind of is having to own a VR headset kind of limits a lot of people from being able to play something so yeah this will go a lot wider which is cool 
Yeah, that's why I had to go into their office today because I don't have a VR headset. Um, I mean, I thought you were going to say that a lot of the feedback they got was like, why isn't David Tennant in it? <laughs> <laughs> Which, to be honest, that is a lot thing that a lot of people have asked about the main series for a while. So, you know, who could blame them? Um, I'm quite interested in this because obviously David Tennant's done kind of Doctor Who voice stuff for ages. He's done loads of Big Finish, which we'll talk about in a minute, and um, a few other bits and bobs too. So it's kind of interesting to have him kind of come back and play the character in a game, which also seems like from the very brief clip we've seen, it's kind of like a crossover with Jodie Whittaker's Doctor, who was in Edge of Time and is also in this. I think we saw, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like I've seen a clip of like a door opening and you see the 10th Doctor kind of standing in silhouette. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, I think so far, that's the, the only trailer we've had for Edge of Reality, um, which, yeah, you're right, kind of, it's going to have both of them in it. Uh, so yeah, Jodie Whittaker was in Edge of Time, mainly as a voice, obviously mm. well, it's a video game, so it's everyone's a voice, you're not a live action person if you're in a game. But yeah, I think she was, she was mainly like the voice in the ear of, of the player kind of uh, helping you through puzzles and telling you how to use the sonic screwdriver and, and things like that. So yeah, it was interesting in that trailer because it seems that David Tennant might be in it a bit more than that, that they've actually made like a full video game version of him that's there as a, as a kind of character who's actually kind of stood in front of you rather than just kind of being in your ear, which is interesting. And yeah, he says the uh, now famous Paul McGann line of, I'm the Doctor, but maybe not the one that you were expecting. Yeah, which is a great way of doing that. I mean, it, it kind of reminds me of a line in Futurama, which I'll paraphrase slightly, where it's like, it seems like the 10th Doctor will lurk in shadows and in out of focus areas um, <laughs> because like part of the reason I think that they didn't have Jodie Whittaker in person in um, Edge of Time is because it's quite difficult to do kind of photorealistic people in VR um, compared to like obviously fairly photorealistic backgrounds and enemies like the Cybermen and the Daleks and stuff, you know, they, they look pretty good because they are, uh, you know, a design. Whereas like, if it's like a person, it kind of looks a bit wrong and it kind of kicks you out a bit. Like the Weeping Angels as well, I think kind of work in it because again, you don't, yeah, you don't see a single person in um, Edge of Time, it's just, like monsters and the odd like painting, I think. And then everything else is like, yeah, just it's just voice recordings. You're constantly you're setting off little records and stuff. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, I do think it's quite interesting. The Paul McGann line's a good callback because it kind of feels like this is David Tennant's biggest comeback uh, in a while. Because like, I mean, obviously it's not quite comparable to Paul McGann coming back to start in a little episode, but it does seem like this is kind of a Doctor Who story that David Tennant's going to be in where people are going to see the Doctor. He's possibly going to cross over with Jodie Whittaker. So it's technically a kind of multi-Doctor story, which is pretty cool. Um, but it also kind of comes at the culmination of a continued involvement he's had with the kind of spin-off media, which has really sprung up over the last couple of years. Like he started doing Big Finish with Billy Piper a few years ago. No, Catherine Tate he started off with a few years ago. And I think he did some with Billy Piper. Um, and now it's kind of like, especially in lockdown, it seems like he's been doing quite a lot of Doctor Who stuff. He's done like, you know, 10th Doctor and River Song adventures. He's done more 10th Doctor stories. Um, he's done like spin-offs. He's like a, basically a load of big finished stuff tying into Time Lord Victorious when that was a thing. I mean, it's still a thing, I think. Um, so it's quite interesting. Yeah, definitely. It'll be, yeah, interesting to see how they do it because yeah Jodie Whittaker is definitely in it as well but I'd love to know they're actually going to have scenes together or whether they kind of are ships in the night kind of thing it'd be interesting to see. Definitely I mean they definitely I'd say the current production team has somewhat modeled Jodie's Doctor on uh, David Tennant's Doctor in terms of like 
you know, the sort of upbeat kind of young, fairly kind of, they're trying to kind of hit a mainstream audience again. Like they've directly referenced it a few times. Like at the end of um, The Timeless Children, the whole thing where she goes, what, what, what is a specifically David Tennant's Doctor thing? Like no other Doctor has done that as far as I know. So, um, you know, they kind of have occasionally tried to sort of, I think, tie those two Doctors together before. And there are a lot of similarities between them. Um, you know, they're the only two Doctor Who build a bears, as far as I know, uh, you know, <laughs> which is, I think, I think actually they might have done a Matt Smith one now, but it was mainly those two to start off with. Um, so yeah, it will be kind of interesting to see them interact. That said, I'm kind of like, will they be allowed to make them interact in the game like that? I mean, maybe they will, but it kind of feels like, I don't know, it kind of feels like the thing the BBC might be like, well, no, we want to save that for something we'd do. If that makes sense, like maybe if I would like be like you said, like ships passing in the night, like Jodie Whittaker would be like, "Oh, I just need to leave the. Oh, I just got to go off call for a second. Walk down <laughs> fake stairs into the cellar. Then <laughs> walks up. Oh, oh, I just missed the doctor. What happened there? Oh well, um, I could see it happening like that. <laughs> um, I don't know why they need to do fake going down to the cellar though, because they're different people. Like <laughs> anyway, I mean they're sort of the same person. Anyway. Um, like I said, obviously, uh, Edge of Reality, uh, obviously part of the reason we've got Rob on today is to talk about that, but it's not the only uh, Doctor Who thing in David Tennant's Doctor Who future. We, um, As we've said, he continues to be in Big Finish things, uh, so there's loads of those coming up, um, you know, Diaries of River Song kind of stuff, um, and we usually have an obligatory Big Finish mention on this podcast. Obviously, this is uh, quite a long one, but yeah, it's been quite interesting um, to hear him kind of return to the world of big finish i think because his doctor is still feels so like i don't know to me anyway modern even though he like left over 10 years ago it's still quite cool to see like i'm looking at his um sort of you know big finish portfolio and it's like he's got a new thing coming up where he's going to face the dalek Dalek universe or it's already been out some of it um you know he's in a torchwood audio now which is pretty cool it's the first torchwood doctor who crossover uh although I'm not sure if it's going to be him, him, like it is um, David Tennant, but I'm not sure if it's going to be him or if it's going to be like the parallel universe, David Tennant, or like a person pretending to be that doctor. You know, we've got him teaming up with the fifth doctor, funnily enough, um, in Out of Time. You know, like I said, he was in Time War Victorious. He's doing the River Song thing, which I already mentioned. I'm literally just scrolling through the list of stuff here. <laughs> um, and I think he did something with Tom Baker and yeah, the 10th Doctor Adventures with some classic companions is coming. Basically, he's just doing a lot. And it's kind of cool that like his Doctor, who was such a big part of the series and such a big part of the series success, kind of gets to continue in that way. Um, but I think what the fans would want to know and what we should probably touch on here is, do we think David Tennant would ever return to the main series? I mean, Rob, what are your thoughts? I would love it if he did. And yeah, I think part of the reason why it feels like he kind of never left or is still kind of very recent part of the tapestry is because of the 50th as well, isn't it? Which mm. kind of proves that he, he's kind of game for a for a return, or at least he was then. Um, and yeah, I'd love to see him come back again. And I suppose it's another one of those things that with the uh, 60th now looming, mm. was it a couple, a couple of years away or a year and a bit away, makes me... Uh, hopeful that maybe something could happen then but what do you think i don't know like i I, i'm really i'm really hopeful that they do something interesting for the 60th and i think a multi-doctor special would be great um it's 2023 i think it would be so um i guess my 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 slight caveat is that a 50th anniversary is a very big deal a 60th anniversary is like a big deal but it's not quite the same thing if you know what i mean it's not like a half century 
you know like it's kind yeah. of you can kind of choose whether to make a big deal of it or not because the next big one is 75th which you know we're a little way off <laughs> um, so might have to see how we go with that yeah no i i'm interested to see whether a they do something and you know b whether he'd come back like i said he's sort of unlike a lot of other doctors i'd say compared to matt smith and peter capaldi um he has probably left less if that makes sense like definitely he had a few years where he was pretty separate from it I think it's more and more recent years that he's kind of slightly slipped back into it. Similar to, I mean, Chris, Christopher Eccleston obviously was kind of an, an abrupt, it seemed from the outside anyway, he's recently done a video uh, for Big Finish where he said, that's your opinion when someone said, uh, you were quite distant from the role for a while. Um, but you know, Christopher Eccleston seemingly was quite, like he didn't really want to talk about Doctor Who and stuff um, for a long time. And now obviously he's coming back to it again. Um, David Tennant had a, not quite that extreme, but he did have a few years afterwards where he was like, doing very different roles and kind of doing stuff. And he is still doing those very different roles, but he is also kind of on the sly, on the side, very much part of Doctor Who. And you kind of feel like there's a bit of that that's down to him being such a fan. Obviously, um, he was in Big Finish before he was the Doctor in a very small role. Um, he's loved Doctor Who for a very, very long time. Obviously, other Doctors have been like that as well. Like Peter Capaldi was a fan when he was younger. But you feel like Peter Capaldi, while a, a very you know good classic fan of the series, maybe had... And, you know, I haven't done this, so I think it's fine for me to say, I think maybe he grew out of it a bit um, in the years in between before coming back to the series. Um, and Matt Smith, you feel like, obviously, while, you know, enjoying the show and being a great doctor, kind of was able to kind of move on a bit. Although he has occasionally popped back to do interviews, like they did something for the launch of the series on Britbox. So anyway, my point is, it feels like in recent years, David Tennant has kind of been doing more Doctor Who spin-off stuff more regularly kind of just as a default which makes me feel like if they were like oh come back and play him on screen he's going to be like he maybe wouldn't mind because you know he's kind of been in that in that world again and then you know you look also at Christopher Eccleston and you think maybe he'd feel the same way you know before he was like it was a big jump to go from not playing the doctor not talking about the doctor to suddenly being on screen as the doctor again but maybe now having played the doctor again you know with his voice he might think you know, oh, you know what? Maybe it wouldn't be so bad if the script's good enough. I mean, he has said it will be when hell freezes over, but, um, you know, in <laughs> Doctor Who terms, it's possible. So yeah, basically, there's my very long-winded answer saying, I don't know, but um, <laughs> I do think it's possible. I would like to see it. I think I would say, like, as a, as a, as a slightly, you know, crucial point, I don't think David Tennant has really aged um, since he was in his <laughs> mid-30s. So he will basically, if he does crop up again in the main series, look pretty much the exact same. Um, he'd have to shave off his new beard and his long hair, but or you know explain that in in universe as uh, something the tenth Doctor's been up to. Um, but I think it's certainly plausible. Like, I think that David Tennant's Doctor Who story could have ended in two thousand and ten, but it didn't, and I kind of think that it's going to continue forward. Yeah, same. Couple of couple of thoughts. One, if he does come back again. Uh, I hope that they find his pot of hair gel this time because it was a bit weird in the in the fiftieth that he suddenly didn't have the big quiff anymore. Yeah. Also, on on a related note, some someone needs to iron his suit because it looked really weird in the fiftieth. <laughs> it was like I don't know what they where they stored it, what they did to it, but it was kind of really like wrinkly and sort of looked really cheap. Maybe it was just they use better cameras now. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. And I keep thinking as well about that um, Russell T Davis quote from a few weeks or months ago when. Um, uh, what was it called? His drama recently. It's a sin. 
<laughs> embarrassing. Uh, yeah, it reminds me of that kind of quote he gave about Doctor Who at the time of that coming out when he was saying about how wasn't wasn't it a bit ahead of its time how it kind of had these shared universe spin-off things kind of before it was cool and um one of the things he kind of listed as things that should should be happening in like a dream world would be the 10th and 11th doctors kind of teaming up for for a mini series or something like that and like i think that's an interesting idea because it's like for the well forever it's kind of seemed like Doctor Who the main show is its own kind of one thing and then there's kind of a, if if doctors are going to show up in, in other things like it's very much kind of branded as like like a spin-off like like a game or a big finish or something like mm. that but I would like to kind of see them try that at some point like the idea of we're going to do like a Doctor Who event series which isn't necessarily like you could put another subtitle on it like like when they did Torture with Children of Earth and stuff like that like Doctor Who 10 and 11 time <laughs> the classic <laughs> that classic phrase and idiom we're all so familiar with yeah. turn it Doctor Who turn it up to 11 <laughs> um, but yeah no uh, no I think that's quite a good idea like to be honest a part of me would love to see that I think it we obviously kind of think of the multi Doctor's stories as like very much this kind of like usually anniversary sort of themed thing that like only come what every so often probably because they're quite difficult to do but i am kind of like there's no reason you couldn't do a multi-doctor miniseries only because it hasn't been done that we don't do it and i think that'd be awesome you know i mean they kind of do it on big finish they kind of have these multi-episode arcs where different doctors team up and they're very popular so i'm kind of like why not you know if if people are up for it and people are free and it doesn't interfere with the main show to be honest it would be the best way of doing you know doctory spin-offs that don't interfere with the main shows have previous older doctors teaming up and doing stuff i mean it's kind of what the ethos was behind time lord victorious i think they had the eighth ninth and tenth doctors because those are ones people like to see and it was fun to see them interact when they don't interact that much in various media um so yeah i mean again look we should say all this is speculation we have no reason to suspect david Tennant has any particular <laughs> plans to return to the main series he may have been asked and told them no you never know uh you know it might be quite different you know popping along to a you know, recording studio slash cracking open the podcast mic at home versus, you know, trawling yourself down to South Wales, leaving your wife and kids behind to pretend to be an alien with an estuary English accent. You know, it just might not be, might not be something he wants to do. Um, but I do still stay, uh, I do still stand by the fact that I think David Tennant's kind of Doctor Who future, which is the slightly laboured theme of this week's podcast, um, is still looking bright, you know? I still think... He is going to be a part of the series for a long time to come. He's definitely like an ambassador in the way that a lot of the classic doctors are, where you kind of you kind of don't stop being Doctor Who. You don't stop being the Doctor. You just keep, even if you don't play him, you're always him. So you might as well play him and get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what do you think, listeners? Uh, would you like to see David Tennant return to Doctor Who? Hmm, I wonder. Always, you know, he's a, you know, no one's ever asking for the 10th Doctor to come back. But, you know, do you think it's likely that um, David Tennant will be back in the main series in the future? Uh, or do you think he should stick with Big Finish and spin-off media like the games? Uh, you can check out loads of Doctor Who content on RadioTimes.com. We've got the latest uh, on Christopher Eccleston's Doctor Who Big Finish audios, which we've mentioned here, and some quotes from John Bishop about uh, BBC secrecy about the new series because he got in a bit of trouble, and loads of other stuff. And obviously you can check out um, our stable of former podcasts um if that's the way of expressing that um on the radio times.com youtube channel on spotify 
and Apple Podcasts and Acast, things like that. Um, until next time, I've been Hugh. And I've been Rob. Um, and this has been us saying goodbye for this edition of the podcast. Goodbye. <laughs>